the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... Another episode of Beyond the Ballpark. Uh, we are back at it with the num- with the jersey number rankings, forty-one through sixty. We're gonna hit you, uh, hit you with it today. We're also gonna talk about briefly talk about some free agent slash trades and stuff that were pretty major at the end of this episode. So uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. So forty-one, we have pitcher. We had a lot of pitchers on this list. Chris Sale. Chris Sale had a good regular season when he came back from his Tommy John surgery. Postseason was terrible, but uh, I think Chris Sale was kind of just the standout at the number uh, 41. So I, I think that's why he made it on here. Uh, yeah, you know, he had a terrible, I think, once coming back from um, surgery. really didn't pitch that great. Um, he was decent in the regular season. Um, the, like you said, he was terrible in the postseason. Um, but overall, though, he's like a great pitcher. He's been in the league a lot of years. Um, he's been an all-star many times. He was a rookie. Of the, um, yeah, so he's a great pitcher, and hopefully he can be good for the Red Sox in 2022. So, yeah, he was this one. Yeah, definitely needs to step up his game if the Red Sox want to go anywhere. 42 is safe for Jackie Robinson and Mariano Rivera, so... Uh, we will skip over 42 uh, for Jackie Robinson and his impact on the game of baseball. 43, Lance Pollard Jr. actually had a kind of a solid year with the Astros. Uh, he's a very solid and underrated pitcher on a very underrated staff. So Lance McCullers Jr., definitely a solid little pitcher in Houston and definitely a guy to keep an eye out for uh, entering the 2022 season. Yeah, he was a big part of um, these Astros team and in the playoffs too if I think if he didn't get injured maybe they could have won the World Series he's a very solid, solid pitcher one of the better guys in that rotation um, maybe not maybe their ace you could say that um, he's a great pitcher and yeah best best option 43 uh, number 44 your Don Alvarez the man himself he is a possibly one of the best pure hitters in baseball and can crush baseballs hit for average and he's a bright young star of the game. Uh, at 24 years old, Jordan looks healthy and he looks good. He looks like he's going to be playing uh, for a very long time 
uh, and you know he looks like he's locked up that DH spot for the Houston Astros and really made that statement uh, this year in Houston, making it to the World Series. Rodon Alvarez, just amazing. He is so good, and you know he it can be fun to watch him play. Yeah, he's a great player, obviously, though. I didn't like it when he was in the ALCS against the Red Sox. I did not like that at all. Uh, but I can't respect, though. He's a good player. He's a very young star, like you said. He's got a lot of potential. And um, he's, so he's, I think he was a clear and obvious choice for 44. Yeah, indeed. Uh, 45, Zach Wheeler, who's an absolute horse this year. Uh, super underrated pitcher, super under the radar. Uh, Zach Wheeler, stud. There's a big reason why the Phillies were able to win a lot of games and why they were in it kind of till the end. Zach Wheeler was really, you know, leading the staff the whole year. His eating innings being effective and just punching out batters like it was nothing. So Zach Wheeler's just a beast. And, you know, there's a very good reason why uh, he made this list. And he's super underrated and very good. Yeah, you know, for this one, he could have gone with Garrett Cole, but he didn't because that's. Uh, we don't like him. Maybe a little biased, but Zach Weir also is a very solid pitcher. Um, yeah, like I said, he was nice to work course. Had a great year. 2.78 ERA. That just says all right there. Um, so, yeah, he's a great choice. 45, and though Garrett Cole's there, you could pick him, but we want Zach Weir there. Yeah, and like Brendan said, we're Yankee haters here on this podcast. Sorry, not sorry, Yankee fans. Um 46, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, who's back, and he is playing better than ever in St. Louis. Not really a hitter's park. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt is being a beast there at first base. Got a gold glove this year, and he just looks like he's returned, and and, uh, he's back. He's back with the St. Louis Cardinals. That's all we can say. And he looks like he's better than ever. Looks like the stud that the Cardinals got when they got him from the Diamondbacks, and, uh, Paul Goldschmidt's a really good piece in this, uh, you know, Cardinals lineup, and he was a crucial part why uh, they were able to make a run to the wild card and actually made the wild card. So Paul Goldschmidt, very good and solid option here at 46. Yeah, he was a great player, you know. He, I think he's right back where he was when he was right where he's in Arizona. Uh, he had 31 homers, 294 average. Um, I, I'm not sure if you want to go, but I think he might have. Um, so, yeah, he had a great year, and he was the great choice for 46. Indeed, number 47, uh, Baltimore's own John Means uh, did not have a strong uh, second half of the season. I will say, as Baltimore Orioles fan, it was not the same as the first half, um, and he did get accused of some, accused of some sticky uh, stuff using uh, at one point. I don't think it's true, personally. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm not. Um, but he may or may not have used some stuff. Um, but he's a very effective pitcher, and he threw a no-hitter, which was so awesome. I have my no-hitter shirt uh, for John Means, and I'm super proud of him um, for throwing that no-hitter. And, you know, John Means is, you know, he's a reason why the Orioles were able to win any games uh, this year. And he's just a very effective pitcher and very kind of a so- solid pitcher to watch. A ton. Brandon, I think you're muted. Sorry about that. Um, I think you said he's a great pitcher. He threw no hitter. Um, we could have called Cal Quantrill, but we just 
had to go with John Means, his no-hitter. He was a great pitcher there in Baltimore. He's kind of what they relied on for pitching, and uh, he, he provided. Um, yeah. Number 48, we had to go with Jacob DeGrom, even though he did not pitch uh, that much came that much this year. Jacob DeGrom is still the best pitcher in baseball. He's he's one of the best pitchers we have ever seen in this generation of pitchers. And Jacob DeGrom, just absolutely insane. Really nothing to say here. I mean, Jacob DeGrom's just flat out the best pitcher in baseball. Top 10 player. Maybe a, a top 5 guy. I mean, Jacob DeGrom is just so good. He's able to pound the zone. He's able to crack 100 miles an hour. Jacob DeGrom is just so sick and one of the best pitchers that you could possibly ever see in your life. So, Jacob DeGrom, an absolute elite talent of the game, number 48. Yeah, we didn't have to look at even this this class because we knew it was Jacob DeGrom. He's such a good pitcher. It was really a shame that he got injured this season because he was was having a Cy Young caliber season. So, that was disappointing, but still, it doesn't matter. It's Jacob DeGrom. He's the best Best pitcher in baseball right now. One of the best players in baseball. So, yeah, he easily wins 48. Indeed. Number 49, Blake Trinan of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Blake Trinan was quietly a great pitcher for the Dodgers this year. We looked at the numbers, and he was just pretty good the whole year. He was pretty effective. Uh, The Dodgers kind of have some quietly good players. I think Blake Trinan's one of them. He's a very good, solid reliever in the bullpen. He's a guy to keep an eye out for on the Dodgers. So, if you're a Dodgers fan out there, or if you're a baseball fan out there, circle Blake Trinan. Make sure to keep an eye on him in the 2022 season based on his 2021 stats. Yeah, he was um, yeah, he had a great year, 1.99 ERA. Um, he was quietly, I think, one of the better relievers in the um, National League. He had a great year. I think people don't talk about it as much. Like you said, keep an eye on him because this guy, he, he could do, he could be a really good player and a really good reliever. Yeah, definitely. Uh, number fifty, Brendan. You're probably pretty excited about this. Mookie Betts, uh, fortunately, did not have to change his number uh, when he was traded to the Dodgers. But Mookie Betts is so, so good. And even though he kind of had a down year, per se, for the second-best player in baseball, Mookie Betts is one of the elite players in the game, standing right aside Mike Trout on top of the top 10 players list, on pretty much any list. Um, Mookie Betts, disgusting in the field, great at the plate. Mookie Betts is just a very talented player, and he serves very well in the Dodgers outfield. Yeah, he's just he's one of the best players in baseball right now. And he's my favorite player. I love Bookie Best. I knew exactly who was going to win 50, and it was going to be him because he's so good. Like, um, So, yeah, he wins 50 easily. Yeah, definitely. Number 51, a very underrated pitcher. We have a lot of underrated pitchers uh, on this uh, list. Uh, Freddie Peralta of the Milwaukee Brewers. I think people need to realize how good Freddie Peralta is in how much talent and how much he does bring to the Milwaukee Brewers staff. He's part of the three-headed monster, and Freddie Peralta is just so good. He's so good for what, you know, the Brewers are using him for. And Freddie Peralta, really keep an eye out for Freddie Peralta because he's a guy that you definitely need to circle along with Blake Trinan because he has some sick stuff, 
and he's just been so effective in Milwaukee. Yeah, he had a great year, 2.81 ERA. Like you said, he was he's part of that three-headed monster of Woodruff, um, Burns, and and um, so yeah, those three guys, those guys are really good. And this guy, I think, it really helps with the Brewers and um, helps them win a lot. Uh, had a great season, and yeah, underrated. I feel like people should talk talk about him more. And like I said, circle him um, next break, China, because he's gonna go somewhere. Yeah, number fifty-two. We went with uh, another Dodgers reliever, Phil Beckford, uh, was taken, uh, claimed off waivers, but from the Brewers, and the Dodgers used him well. Uh, they were able to get some solid production out of Beckford. Um, Beckford, I think it was just a solid bullpen guy. Um, I think this wasn't a great class, but I think Phil Beckford kind of stood out. And at twenty-six years old, maybe there's a future for him in Major League Baseball. Yeah, he had 2.1 ARA, and um, yeah, another really good uh, Dodgers reliever that kind of aren't talked about. Him and Blake Trinan, kind of really good for the um, Dodgers bullpen, and you definitely can't deny that hair. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't deny the Phil Bickford hair if you Google a picture of Phil Bickford, and that's pretty sick. Um, 53, a guy that we mentioned uh, two numbers before, um, Marino Woodruff. Again, he's part of the three-headed monster in Milwaukee. People need to keep an eye out for the three-headed monster in uh, Milwaukee. And we can't stress it enough here on this podcast. Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta. That is truly a three-headed monster that can, like I said, cannot be stressed enough. Brandon Woodruff is so sick. He's got some amazing stuff. And he is just a talented, talented pitcher from the Milwaukee Brewers. And a big reason why the Brewers have had a lot of success. Yeah, I mean, this guy, he's a great year. He's such a good pitcher. And he's, you know, he's so good, like like I said. And part of that three-headed monster, I think he's their second pitcher. And a huge reason why they did so well made the playoffs because of this guy right here. Just an absolute stud and so, so good. Number 54, uh, Atlanta Brave pitcher Max Freed. Max Freed really picked it up in the second half of 2021 and wound up being a big piece uh, for the Braves in the postseason and their World Series championship. Uh, he pitched a phenomenal game in Game 6, I believe, in the World Series. Um, and he was able to get the Braves that ring. And uh, Max Freed is just a really good pitcher. I think you can look past his first half. 2021, and as he picked it up in the second half, he definitely opened some more eyes and showed the potential that he has as a pitcher. Yeah, he's a great pitcher. Really stepped up, I think, for the Braves. Um, had a great year, won a, a gold glove and a silver slugger. You know, silver slugger pitcher. Um, he also won that, even though it doesn't really do anything. Uh, so, yeah, he won He won those awards. He's just a really good pitcher at a 3.04 ERA. Um, so he had a great year and really good for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, yeah, number 55, Carlos Rodon, another pitcher. We have a lot of pitchers on this list. Um, but as we get higher in the numbers, pitchers normally go for higher numbers. Carlos Rodon is a cancer beater, I believe, or some sort of disease that he beat. Um, Carlos Rodon is amazing, and he's really good. He made an all-star team. 
the Chicago White Sox, kind of like a Trey Mancini-esque player, threw a no-hitter like John Means, and Carlos Rodon has some nasty stuff from the left-hand side and was part uh, of the White Sox rotation this year with everything that went on for the White Sox and uh, definitely helped them this year, along with Lance Lynn, Dylan Cease, and other arms that the White Sox have. Um, yeah, um, this guy's really good. And he could have gone with um, Albert Pujols because he's wearing 55 right now for the Dodgers. But I think we're looking kind of current. And uh, Carlos Madon, he's uh, current for it. 2021. He had a great season. Um, he was an all-star, had 2.37 ERA, 13 wins, five losses. Just a great year overall. Um, and like I think they're the number two pitcher there in um, Chicago behind Lance Lynn. So, yeah, he's a really good pitcher and really helping that Chicago team. Number 56, finally not a pitcher, it's an outfielder from the Tampa Bay Rays, Randy Rosarena. He makes it rain all day, and he won a Rookie of the Year this year in 2021. I was bitter about it because I thought it would be Ryan Mountcastle, but since Ryan is not on a winning team, uh, probably didn't help his chances. But Randy Rosarena was on a winning team, so he definitely won it. After a scalding hot postseason last year and a very solid 2021 this year, I think he's our pick uh, here at 56 and at 26 years old, plenty more room to grow. And he's going to be a stud in the Rays outfield. Yeah, this guy's just a really good pitcher, uh, not pitcher, player. Um, he, like you said, he won rookie of the year in the AL. Um, he's really good in the playoffs. I just saw last year and he was pretty good in the, this year. Um, so, yeah, he's a great player overall. Plenty of room to grow, like he said. He's only he's so young and so much potential. Um, so, yeah, just I think he was a clear choice for this one, and thank God it's not a pitcher. Definitely agree there. 57, Shane Bieber. Uh, Shane Bieber is sick from the right-hand side. Got a Cy Young last year, and uh, Shane Bieber's just unbelievably talented. Um, for what his production has been, Shane Bieber uh, for the Guardians is fantastic. Um, and Shane Bieber re- kind of underrated a little bit. Um, but kind of also kind of not. I mean, there are more underrated pitchers in baseball, but Shane Bieber, definitely a solid pitcher uh, at 57. Yeah, a great pitcher. Um, I'm pretty sure he, uh, yeah, he won the Cy Young in 2020. Um, so that just says he's a really good pitcher. He had a really good year. I really, really didn't talk about him, even though he was a Cy Young. Um, he had a great year, though, 3.17 ERA. Uh, but yeah, people don't really talk about him, even though he, he's a great pitcher, and I think people should talk about him more. Yeah, I think so as well, but, you know, he has mentioned sometimes. Uh, number 58, as we get to the third to last number here of this episode, Luis Castillo uh, of the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Luis Castillo's really good. I think he's a good arm. Not one of the best arms in baseball, um, but definitely, definitely a good pitcher for Cincinnati, um, and he's been really effective out there. Um, and since he, so I think Luis Castillo definitely made his mark on this list and definitely a nice little player to have on this list. Yeah, he's a good pitcher. Um, still kind of a little bit young, so he's got some maybe some more room to grow. Uh, you know, he's uh, he didn't have a great year, he had 3.98 ERA, but that's that's decent. Uh, it's not great, but it's not bad either. Uh, so he had a decent year, um, played all right, and yeah, I think he's a solid pitcher in that Cincinnati bullpen. 
Number 59, uh, it's a Houston Astros pitcher, Framer Valdez. Uh, Framer Valdez pitched a really good game um, in the postseason in the ALCS um, against the Red Sox. Framer Valdez just is a really good pitcher. The numbers don't lie. Framer is just very solid, and he's part another piece uh, in the underrated Astros rotation, um, and he's very talented uh, for his age. Framer is so, so good, and uh, part of the Astros' success. Yeah, I didn't like when this guy uh, pushed good into Red Sox. It was not a good game uh, for the Red Sox. For the Astros, it was a good game for, the, for him. Um, but, yeah, not good. I didn't like that, but I can't. I can't admit, though, he's a great pitcher. Um, he's only 28, too, so he's still got a lot of years left. He had a great, great year, 3.14 ERA. Um, so, yeah, he's a really good pitcher, and clear and obvious choice, 59. And number 60, the last player, not a pitcher, Akil Badu, an outfielder for the uh, Detroit Tigers, was a Rule 5 selection out of the Twins organization. And uh, was able to make it through the entire season with the Tigers, um, excluding injuries. Uh, Akil Badu was really good. I think he kind of got really hot originally, but, uh, you know, and his season kind of cooled off near the end. But uh, he's just definitely going to be a part of a very strong Tigers team next year. Um, and with guys like Javi Baez joining the team and maybe more if the Tigers want to go a little more aggressive, Akil Badu can definitely be a, have a supporting role and be really effective as a Detroit Tigers. So, Kilbadu definitely got to watch out for uh, if you're uh, a Detroit Tigers fan or a baseball fan. Yeah, a decent guy, decent player. Um, he real five draft. I think he's, depending on what he does next season, I think he might have a chance to win rookie of the year uh, for the AL, even though maybe some of the guys might win it. Um, this guy has a solid shot, though. He had a great year last year, 13 home runs, betting 259. Uh, for rookie, that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, he's a great player, great stud in the outfield for the Tri-Tigers, and they need them. Um, yeah, he could really help with the um, Detroit Tigers try to get some more. They already have Javi Baez and Eduardo Rodriguez, so if they get more, and they still have this guy, so it's really good for them. And then we'll also talk about uh, some of the free agent signings. Um, we'll talk about the main ones. Um, Robbie Ray to the Mariners, that's a big one. Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager both heading... Uh, to the Rangers, and now the Rangers possibly have one of the best up-the-middle combos. John Gray to the Rangers was a good one to mention. Um, John Gray is kind of an under-the-radar pitcher, and he's really good. Um, any others I'm missing? A lot of, there were a lot of moves before this lockdown. Um, yeah, we're, forgetting, we're forgetting one. Oh, um, bi- bias to the uh, Tigers. Hobby yeah, bias. that's it. Yeah. The, um, oh, sure, the- church to Mets. Scherzer to the Mets, and I already talked about the big splash that the Mets made uh, with three bats. Um, all the moves are very impactful um, for each team. Um, Rangers, man, they just went really aggressive with Simeon and Seager. Really shocking. Um, Ray the Mariners, that's that's a really good one. I, that's going to help the Mariners out. Um, there are a lot of good moves, and... Uh, a lot of things to take note of as we're in a lockdown right now in baseball. Yeah, a lot of things. To, all these teams getting the new players. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Shake things up a little. I think, you know, it's disappointing with the lockout, um, just when everything was happening. Um, but it's going to be exciting for the. I'm excited for 2022. 
with all these new players, different teams, different teams that have all these good players, really make an impact. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a wrap for this episode. More numbers and uh, more free agent signings. Um, we are in a lockdown right now with baseball. Um, baseball is not currently happening right now, but we will continue to turn out episodes. We will have things to talk about, and uh, we have some really good ideas planned. So um, this just because uh, baseball is in lockdown mode does not mean this podcast is in lockdown mode. Um, so, yeah. If you want to stay up to date with all baseball news, come to this podcast. Um, we'll talk about the new, the baseball news uh, as well as rank things, talk about things, and discuss things that we feel should be should discussed. And, uh, yeah, with that, um, come back next week, and we will see you next time.